Welcome. It's nice to have you here. I'm so glad you could come. This is going to be such an exciting day. I hope you enjoy it. I think you will. Episode number 32. It's the Magic Shack episode. The Magic Shack episode. Yeah, back when he was with the Magic, alright? Not that Laker bullshit, alright? I'm a Trailblazer fan till I D-I-E. You know what I saw today that was probably one of the most depressing things I've ever seen? And I've seen it multiple times throughout my life. I won't lie. I've seen it, but I don't even understand it. The most depressing thing that you can do is buy a scratch it ticket, not even scratch it off, and then just go check it in the machine to see if it's a winner. What is the point, you loser? Just play Keno. Uh, that's the best part about getting a scratch it ticket is like scratching to see if you win and then realizing 30 minutes later after you played that bingo game that you came out $5 down, all right? Then again, I don't buy scratch it tickets unless for some reason someone gives them to me in my Christmas sock. That's when I play because I don't want to be a depressing person walking in and getting two cans of Hurricane and then getting, uh, let me get the, uh, what's that, what's that, triple threes? Let me get the triple threes, uh, let me get one of them bingos, and, uh, what's that, the, uh, the fat leprechaun? Let me get a fat leprechaun, too, and then not even scratching them off and just going over to the machine and checking them. Oh, my God. Depressing. Really brought down my day. I just walked into the 7-Eleven just trying to enjoy myself, you know? Get an energy drink, maybe a quarter-pound Big Bite, maybe walk over to the Slurpee machine. Hit a couple different ones. Yeah, I like to go with the I like to go with a little pina colada and cherry on top. That's my style. And then I turn the corner after I filled the chili up to the brim on my quarter pound big bite. And I turn the corner to go pay. And I look in front of me, and this dude's over there doing that, just wasting money, not even enjoying it. Why not just at least enjoy your losings? All right. Oh, it's embarrassing. What if you hit the ten thousand on that? Then you take it down there and like, sir, you didn't even scratch this off. And he's like, I don't play that way, homie. I just, I just play to win. Why not get a lottery ticket and try to win 232 million then? Well, you're playing for, you're playing for chump change, bud. Chump change. You have the opportunity to be a multi-millionaire, get a Maserati, cruise around. You'll never have to buy a scratch a ticket ever again. Actually, you can buy as much as you want. Just throw them out the window as you drive down the boulevard. But no, you're depressing me. When all I want is a quarter, I'm already depressed enough. I'm buying a quarter pound big bite for lunch. You think I'm balling? No, it's a terrible, it's so depressing. Who am I to make fun of that person though? You know, I thought it, I saw it. And at first I was like, that's a good idea. And then I was like, wait a second. And then the angel on my shoulder kicked in and was like, no, it's not. That's a terrible idea. Oh, so depressing. What else? Did you ever get a zit right on the inside of your ear? Oh my god, this is painful. I have one right now. 34 years old. Still getting zits on my ears. Why would you even get a zit on your ear? I thought I'd be done with zits at like 18. Nope, here I am. A ton of years later. And I still got this giant zit that is feels like... I, at first I thought I had cancer. I was like, is it possible to get inner earlobe cancer? And then I WebMD'd it. And they were like, yep, you for sure have uh, ear cancer. And I was like, oh my god, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, I'm gone. It's probably terminal, life-threatening. I'm going to be around for 10 more days. 
And then I showed it to my girlfriend. I was like, babe, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to leave you. You know, I don't think I got much more time. You might want to take me to the Cracker Barrel and let me get whatever I want. And she's like, don't be an idiot. It's a zit. And I was like, oh, thank God. Okay. I'll just let it sit here and hurt for the next four days. This thing is painful, man. I'd rather lose a left toe. Oh, it's killing me. I am the biggest baby I've ever met. I am the biggest baby when it comes to any kind of pain on my body. Like, if I stub my toe, pff, dude, I'm out for at least four days. It's it's over. Yeah. Not not happy about it. You're going to have I'm going to go to the doc and be like, I'm going to need at least 30 Vicodin for this. He's like, I will give you an Advil, and I will tell you to leave my office. And I'm like, ah, stub toe. It's a little, a little harder than you think there, doc. Oh, what? Because you went to school for eight years? You think you know more than me? I know my own body, doctor! Ah, uh, bill me. He did. Don't worry, he did bill me. And I had to pay it for Advil and a stub toe. I'm kidding, I didn't go for a stub toe. It's a joke. Jesus. You think I'm that much of a... <laughs> I am in a good mood today, though. I will admit that. Oh, I feel great. You know? Oh, and when I'm in a good mood, there is a song that I like to play that some people make fun of me for. Why? I don't know. It's a fantastic jam. And I'll play it for you right now. It gets me going. You know, I'll go jump rope in the street when I hear this song. I want to I wanna go to Skate World and get an icy and skate backwards. I never had those skills, but this song makes me want to do it and think that I can. Hit it! Oh, George Michael! Wham! Oh, just listen to the first lyrics. You put the boom boom into my heart. You put the boom boom into my heart. Ah! This doesn't make you just want to go get like a hot dog in New York City, stroll up to Central Park and just wait for a young laddie daddy. Okay, maybe that's what he did. That's not what it makes me want to do. I'm just saying, sometimes it can cause you to do anything you want, but it makes you feel good. I like Wham! And I like this song. It's fantastic. Oh! Oh, this is the kind of day I'm having right now. The sun's out. It's one of those beautiful end of August, early September days. You know? Your nipples are sweating. Your under eyelids are sweating. The back of your neck is sweating. You got sweat coming out of places you didn't even know. And you're just enjoying it. You're like, who's got the barbecue? Oh, nobody? That's all right. This song will make you want to grab an ice cold pina colada. Oh. Grab a pina colada and just sniff a puppy, man. It'll make you do weird things. Yeah, I'll skip backwards. I don't even care. I don't even know how to how to do double dutch, but when this song comes on, start swinging those ropes, ladies, because daddy's jumping in. Yeah, I get weird, all right? I like wham, I'll admit it. That's right, that's right. I know you're like, when are you gonna come out? I'm not coming out, I'm saying I like wham. Uh, you don't? There's something seriously wrong with you. Okay, alright, cut it. You ever say things that you, uh, you don't realize you say until after you said them and you go, where the hell did that come from? I just told you I wanted to sip a pina colada and smell a puppy. First of all, I don't even like pina coladas unless they're in the form of a Slurpee. More of a Mai Tai guy myself. You give me a good Mai Tai, I'll go punch a shark in the head. No joke. I'll go spear fishing with great whites, you know? That's how crazy I get. Give me a couple Mai Tais. Make it extra strong. Daddy's got a good thing. I'm going to be in Hawaii here in the next couple weeks. Guess what I'm going to be doing? 
What I'm not gonna be doing is spearfishing with sharks. I'm deathly afraid of those bad boys. I'll be watching from afar, and when I see a dolphin breach the water, I think that's what you call it, and you see his dorsal fin come up, I'll be like, SHARK! And every kid in the water will be like, what? And I'm like, oh, never mind. Just a dolphin. It's okay. Go back to doing whatever it was you were doing. Oh, you were looking at the hunu 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 okalapua'a? That's a good find. State fish. Can I give me some Kalua pork on the beach, please? Thank you. Can't wait to go there. Uh, I swear, man, I'm having a great day. I can't complain. I can't complain right now. It's impossible. Another song I got down to when I was a kid, no joke. Oh. Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. Woo! When I was a little kid, I would go and I'd go in my brother's room. I'd steal his Sony Walkman, the yellow one, you know, the nice one that was waterproof when you clipped it on, you know. I'd clap that tape in. I'd just have the single of this that I got at the, at the Fred Meyer. Yeah, it had like, I think it had this song on the front and on the back. I don't remember what it had on the back because this is the only song I listened to. I'd just be skipping down the street, just, yeah! I'd have those headphones on, the ones that... The ones that like were just a little piece of metal on the top and then the sides had fuzz on. The fuzz would always go away and it felt like a porcupine was, was fucking you in the air. Ugh. My neighbors would be looking at me. I'd just be skipping backwards down the street singing this song. They'd be like, ah, I think they're, uh, I think that Griffin kid's retarded. Ooh. God, I loved it, man. Well, looks like he's going to be riding the short bus. Oh, just feel it. Whitney. Yes. Just imagine me bouncing down the street, six years old, skipping backward, doing some weird funky moves. I had some like off-brand Converse basketball shoes on, a Bugle Boy shirt. Oh, I felt I was like I was looking good. My hammer pants on. Woo! Yes. I'd just be singing out my lungs, just. Then I'd go over to my grandma's house in Portland. I just lived across the street from a uh, from a from a Taco Bell, and I'd go over there in the morning when I got dropped off, and I'd buy like the dollar giant large drink, get filled up, and then throughout the day I would just keep going back in there, just refilling that thing. Headphones on, not paying attention to the manager screaming at me. I was too busy getting my Dr Pepper and getting down to some Whitney. Oh, take me back. Marty McFly, Doc, come get me. I want to go back, baby. Ugh. If you don't like this song, there is something psychologically wrong with your brain. I don't care if you're a Slayer fan. I don't care if the only person you've ever listened to is Willie Nelson. I don't care if you listen to smooth jazz. If you can't get down to this right here, something's seriously wrong. Yeah, I with somebody. Love Whitney. Rest in peace, baby. Rest in peace. Oh, you've never seen a better national anthem than Whitney Houston. Through the roof. Oh, I can just close my eyes and just see my headphones just shaking. Everyone could hear what you're listening to because I didn't have noise canceling ones or they didn't have earbuds back then. You just heard everything, just heard like a muffled version of this. I was like, 
Oh. All right, Whitney, it was good. It was nice to see you. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, I'm going to have to cut you off right there. Wait for the little high note. Wait for the high note, though. I can't turn it off. I love it too much. I don't care what you call me. Call me whatever you want. When she hits the high notes. Oh, shit. Take me back to my basement. Oh. Let me sit down at the Nintendo, turn down the volume on Super Mario Bros., crank this up on the old boombox. Let's get the shit going. You ain't got shit, King Koopa. Woo! I got Whitney on. I'm here, baby. All right. All right. Whitney. Take it down. There's kids sleeping. All right. Whitney, I'll see you later. Uh, it's official, guys. I love her. I love Whitney Houston. God rest her soul. Hey, if you don't like her, it's okay, guys. Call me what you will. Call me what you want. All right? I'm on, I'm cool with my sexuality, but I can admit it. I love me some Whitney Houston. Oh. When she was in The Bodyguard? The Bodyguard? What? Oh, baby. Straight bone to bone bone. I'll tell you who I liked even more, and it's a little embarrassing. Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton had my goat. Is that even a term? Got my goat? What does that even mean? What does it got my goat mean? Let's look this up real quick. Got my goat. Okay. 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 Actually, I've been wrong the whole time. It's called Gets My Goat. And a... Wait, what? Apparently it means to annoy or to anger someone. Wait, what? Do you mean I've been using this term wrong my entire life? Just because I thought it was a funny term? I always say this every time, like, dude, someone would be like, oh, she's hot, man. I, I like her. I'd be like, oh, she really gets your goat, huh? And they'd be like, yeah. No one ever corrected me. I was using it totally wrong. I mean, she annoys you. She angers you when I was like, ah, oh, she makes you get a hard on? Hey, maybe I should do research before I start speaking out loud. She really gets my goat. I've been saying that to women out loud. You really get my goat. They're probably like, what? if they actually know the term, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? In front of me? Would you like a drink? You really get my goat. I anger you and you still want to buy me a drink? Ah, oh, I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. Get it together, buddy. All right, now I'll never use that term again because I'm sure I'll use it wrong. Actually, I'm just going to continue using it how I until someone finally corrects me out loud in person. Screw it. Gets my goat. How I say, got your goat. It means uh, that chick gives you a boner. All right, maybe a goatee boner. Maybe I, maybe I thought it had to do with something with like horns, boner. You get it. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking about that because I continue to feel like a retard. That's why I got a 2.2 in high school, baby. That's a GPA. What's up? Oh, that's embarrassing to say out loud where everyone can hear it. Oh, well. It's all right. Oh, man, I got something I want to talk about. The other day, uh, I was down in downtown Portland just walking around, and there was a bum, which that's not surprising. There's bums everywhere in Portland. But he, uh, he was like, you know, he's asking for money, begging for money, however you want to say it, having, hoping for donations for his lifestyle. And uh, he had his shoe out there, and then I instantly got to thinking, I was like, man, if this guy would just switch it up and go steal a fireman's boot, because they always have those boot, throw the money in the boot drives, maybe find like a, a long jacket or something, you just throw them off, just get a, you just got to get the fireman's boot, and then just go to an intersection, 
maybe go get a maybe steal a fireman's helmet or just go get a football helmet or something and spray paint it red i don't know or black with a yellow stripe on it you know something you just put a boot out there you could clean up if you're a bum take notes you could clean up you just gotta go find a fireman's boot is it illegal is it morally wrong yes all right but to get that crack that you want strolling through your lungs and veins, you gotta get out there and be smart, bum. You gotta go out there and you gotta find a fucking fireman's boot. You could be cleaning up on the streets. Cause who doesn't throw a dollar when they come knocking on your window when they have a fireman's boot? You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll give back to the children for whatever that boot's for. It's some children's drive. And you're like, ah, oh, man. They make you feel obligated because they keep staring at you in the car, kind of like a bum does on a corner, but you always never look at the bum. You just never, you just keep, keep them in your peripherals, never look, just keep looking forward. You have lock eyes on that bum. You lock eyes on that bum, you're done. He's gonna be just, he's gonna be staring at you like, like a, like a puppy dog waiting for a biscuit, you know? Just sitting there. But when it's a fireman, you automatically are like, oh, this little inviting gentleman. Then he sneaks that boot out from behind him. You're like, shit. You open up your wallet, you're like, oh, I got it a 20. He's like, that'll do. You're like, can I get change from the boot? He's like, no, I can't give out change, you you crazy human being. And then he looks at your car, and maybe you're driving something nice. He's like, you want change, asshole? This is for the children. So bums, take a note. Is bums a technically correct term? And I need to learn all this PC stuff, man. In the time of PC, I should probably start being more PC with my vocals. But I call them bums. I don't know what even bum stands for, but it doesn't matter. Get a get a boot, find some sort of helmet. I don't care if it's a if it's a Pittsburgh Steelers knockoff helmet. Throw that on. No one's gonna care. All he sees is that boot, and they're instantly like, boom. Maybe go get some suspenders. You know, maybe go to a gag shop. Sit outside. Wait till they wait till they uh, have like a discount store. Go to, go to Salvation Army during during Halloween. Pick up something for like eight bucks. All right. Then you go out there and you get that boot and you make that mother money. You'll be buying cheeseburgers for days. Ah, oh, crack rocks for weeks. That's a horrible advice. If anyone's listening, do not. I do not advise that here at the uh, Misguided Idiot Podcast. We do not condone, condone that kind of that kind of craziness. Here at the Misguided Idiot Podcast, anything that is said, done, or hereby even implied should not be used outside of the ears of this podcast. If chosen to use those words, those thoughts, or even those retarded minds, you will, in fact, be using that upon yourself, alright? Trademark infringement. I don't want to be sued because some guy in in St. Louis is out there with a boot and he blames me for it and then they go back and the government looks at mine they're like oh yeah he's got to go to jail now he had a genius idea oh it's a terrible idea people don't do it and why would a bum be listening to this anyways what is a bum is a bum got a cell phone with a with a with podcasts on it actually I'd be flattered if I had a bunch of bums if there's a bum out there and you're at the local library and you listen to me Please hit me up, idiot at gmail.com, and I will gladly send you a dollar through the mail. How I'm going to get it through you through the mail since you don't have an address, I don't know. I'll send it, I'll send it to the McDonald's and say, please leave out back for George. Huh. Starting to think about something. I wonder why, I wonder why that bum used a shoe for you to put the money in, you know? Like why, he didn't have anything else, he couldn't find a cup, like in the garbage, you know? Like, I'm not, I, 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 I know it's, it's, it's mean to say it, but first of all, I don't like shaking hands with anyone to begin with, 
but I especially don't want to shake a hand with a bum since I don't know when the last time he washed his hands, which was probably the last time that Starbucks forgot to shut the door and have the code locked, you know? I don't know. I don't want... I, I, but the thing I don't want to touch even more than his hands is his dirty-ass shoe, all right? I don't want... Ugh, ugh. I don't know what kind of disease that is. That's probably how the Black Plague started, you know? And that's horrible to say, but it just popped in my head. Like, why did he use his shoe? You're telling me you couldn't find anything else? He didn't have a hat on? You gotta find a hat, dude. A bum without a hat? Oh, man. That's sad. A bum's hat. A bum's hat and a bum's dog. Every bum needs a good hat and a good dog, you know? Uh, they always have very healthy-looking dogs, too. I always found that kind of weird. Like, why are their dogs way healthier than they are? You know? Every, I've never seen, like, a skinny, raggedy-ass dog with a bum. It's always, like, a nice-looking, like, German Shepherd, like a half-mix. Or like a, like a short lab, like a stunted growth to lab, but yet it's still kind of plump. Like they feed it really well, but yet then like the, like the bum that always has that dog looks like his like facial skin's about to fall off. Ah, uh, okay, this is just getting into an extremely rude, asshole-ish talk. It, but these are the thoughts that run through my head, all right? I can't be the only person that's ever thought this. I can't be the only person. It's impossible. It's, it's figuratively, literally, and whatever other kind of thing I'm supposed to say, impossible, all right? If you've never walked by a bum's dog and been like, that's a healthy-looking bum dog, how did it stay so healthy, then obviously you don't like to look around. Or you live in the middle of bumfuck Egypt and you've never even seen a bum. Like a bum to you is like a like a scared coyote lost in the woods that comes around every now and again like on White Fang and you're like, whoa! Or is that the hatchet? Is that the one where the thing terrorizes him? That's a worth worthless movie. Like that kid would ever last in the hatchet. Really? Yeah. Goes down in a plane somehow in the middle of nowhere. Has no skills whatsoever besides this shitty hatchet. And then he lives in the woods for, I can't remember how long. Somehow eats a bunch of berries, which most berries will probably kill you. I've seen into the wild, and that guy supposedly knew stuff. You're telling me this kid swims out of a lake after a plane crash, over to a side, lives on... How is that one of the best books of all time? Why did everyone have to read it in the fourth grade? Huh? Huh? You're setting us up for failure. Oh. Terrible. Then he goes and swims all the way back out, dives down. Now he's fucking Bear grills, swimming into a, a plane that's crashed out there. Dead bodies. He's holding his he's holding his breath like he's not gonna freak out and all his air is gonna go out. You know what? This is why I hated that book and that movie. I didn't realize it at the time, but even as a small child, I was like, this is the most impractical. I, you know what's more? Monsters Inc. has a better chance of happening than The Hatchet. That kid wouldn't last four hours. First of all, he would have died right there in the water. He can't swim a mile. That kid can't swim a mile. What is he? What does he do? Triathlons all of a sudden? He's like 14 years old, okay? No chance in hell would that kid last. Oh, and then he fights off a bear or whatever the hell happens. He has that, that wolf or that coyote stalking him. Thing would have ate him in a heartbeat. Uh, oh, he gets like pricked. Is that the one where he gets pricked by a... Man, I should probably... I think I'm like... I think I'm confusing like three movies in one. I think I have the hatchet in there. I think I have White Fang. And I think for some reason I'm throwing in Homeward Bound, which is a fantastic movie. That movie could actually happen. Can dogs talk? I don't know. 
but I know what they can do. Smell pretty good and probably figure out a way over a mountain. Maybe the cat will die, possibly, probably get eaten. But the dogs, that wise one, and the old wily one, they'll definitely make it back. Bye-bye, kitty cat. Hello, doggies. All right, two out of three, getting back to your home, not bad. I'll take that all day, that's 66%. That's a solid D, all right? That's what I got in high school, and I passed. You're welcome. Yeah, homeward bound, relatable. Homeward bound, logical. The hatchet, horrible. Ugh, terrible. I should probably just shut up right now, because now that I'm really thinking about it, I think I might be putting in parts of Universal Soldier in there. Fantastic movie. Dolph Lundgren, chopping off ears, baby. Making a necklace. I need to go back and just watch all these movies that I liked when I was a little kid and just do a marathon and see if they still hold up or if they're just pieces of shit. Because it seems like every time I ever go on Rotten Tomatoes with a film I liked from a kid, it never gets above 30%. They're all rotten. But to me, they're golden. They're golden tomatoes. You know what? Universal Soldier, I guarantee, holds up when they're when they're doing that that I think they call it the Australian style rappelling down the dam. Just da, 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 da. It's coming in, John Claude Van Damme for life, baby. Love him. If there was a mullet off, a mullet off, like who has the best mullet? I would put the muscles from Brussels mullet in Hard Target up against. Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon any day of the week. And guess who's coming out on top? That's right. Jean-Claude Vanda, the Belgian assassin. I don't know if anyone's ever called him the Belgian assassin, but he's the muscles from Brussels. That's all I know. Still got it. You know what? With that being said, I don't think there's any better way to end this episode than with the theme song from Bloodsport. The ultimate Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Hey, that's it, guys. Uh, I'm out of here. I'm going to go enjoy uh, my life. You guys enjoy yours. Tell that bartender at that shitty dive bar you hang out for a dollar perhaps to uh, to uh, like, subscribe, and listen. And I'll see you guys next week. I'll continue being an idiot. Enjoy. My body's ready. My heart's on fire.